0: It was a dark night in mid-October in Dallas, Texas. Three amazingly beautiful, hilarious siblings to Sage, and Storm walk into a bar. From behind the light of a single candle, as the drinks begin to flow, so do the stories. And as per usual, they turn dark very quickly.
1: Hi, welcome back to another episode of Three Siblings Walk Into a Bar. I'm Storm, the youngest sibling. I'm Shay, the oldest sibling.
0: <laughs> and I'm Sage, the middle sibling. You were about to say middle sibling. <laughs> I, I was about to
2: say it. I, like, I always. I was well, I always mm-hmm. want to say
1: it, like, in, you know, an actual order. And so, yeah. mm-hmm. whatever. I,
0: I think we're um, the only people that worry about this, mm-mm. too. Like, no one cares. <laughs> no one
2: cares. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, we don't care. Just tell us who you are. But you guys and don't also, realize. If like, said it wrong. They wouldn't yeah. even realize. Probably. They don't probably exactly. know this part. Yeah. They're probably like, Skitch. yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah. This is a full conversation that we have before we record every <laughs> single every time. time. <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: So yeah. So fun fact, or like, here's your whatever tip. Whoever talks first is the one telling the story. Yes. To the yes.
0: In case yes. you haven't put that together yet. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh my gosh. Yes. And my son told me today because I was looking at the views on YouTube and I was like, Do you watch my YouTube videos? And he goes, Yeah, me and his friend, we watch them together. And I go, mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, do you guys like them? And he just started laughing and he goes, We just make fun yes. of you the whole time.
0: Yes. And I, was like, I, knew oh, that's so I knew it. I knew it. Oh, if two teenage boys daughter. are watching a true crime podcast together, they're making fun of us. Yeah. Like oh.
2: y'all Especially, are so huge. Yeah. Speaking of,
1: um, his name is Bentley, and he sent me a message saying to tell you happy birthday since last week was oh, your birthday. Thank you, Bentley. Yeah. Thank
0: you. That's awesome. <laughs> I like when people like actually listen to us and they're not just like taking the information from the story, they're like actually listening to us talk. Yeah.
1: <laughs> it was, well, and that's stinky. He's like, you guys talk forever before you even yeah. start the story. And I'm like, you know what? People like that. Exactly. I listen to the podcast and sometimes I don't even yeah. listen to their true crime story. I just listen to them chit chat and then turn it uh, off. <laughs> also, yeah, we're so. hilarious.
0: So <laughs> yeah. like, I, it's, yes. it's okay. I had a client um, yesterday. Oh, it's, I didn't tell you the story, Storm. I was talking to Deshae about it. There was um, a client and we were talking about the podcast and I was like, okay, So I always tell people it's true crime and paranormal, but it's really just us like bullshitting and there happens to be some true crime in there. And she was like, no, Mm -hmm. yeah, that's exactly Mm -hmm. what I like. And I was like, okay, dope. And then I tell her the story (laughs) about like me being haunted by the witch when we did the witch story. And later, Mm -hmm. later there's a, there's a doll on my station and it's up at the top. No one ever touches it. No, like no one went near it. And I walked by the station and the doll literally like jumped off of my station. Oh my God. And like knocked a bunch of shit down. And I looked, Mm -hmm. I was like Mm -hmm. like, looking around to see if there was anybody there. Like there's nothing up there. It was the weirdest thing. And I had been, it's because I had been talking about the witch. So now like I'm seriously convinced that she is haunting me or like trying to tell Mm -hmm. me like, shut the fuck up, dude like something (laughs) it's
1: she's like nobody wants to listen to your podcast stop talking thank you
0: yeah exactly (laughs) she was like if you say three fucking siblings one more goddamn time (laughs) she starts throwing shit that's it was so weird and i my my client like looked at me and i looked at her and i was like i i'm sorry i just need a second and she was like is everything okay and i was like i I think so. Just kind of give me a second. And I think I freaked her out. I think <laughs> that's the witch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think I freaked her out. And so for the entire tattoo, I was trying to talk about like a part, like shit. She should have just shit. started like um,
2: twitching and then like <laughs> <over>. speaking <laughs> in tongues.
0: <laughs> Roll my eyes in the back of my head. <laughs> oh my God.
2: I don't even think I, I bet, could do that. I would just start was, cracking up. Like there's no mix yes. to it. Oh See, my God.
0: I always say that. Like I, you can always tell when I'm joking because I can't keep a straight face. You can always tell like what emotion I have by my mm-hmm. face. I have my to be saying seriously. Yeah.
1: Like prepare yeah.
0: for it. I have to be like. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. My mentor <laughs> is. I He. Some of the things he says and I'm just like, I can't tell if you're joking or not. Like there was one, there was one time yeah. that there was a client yeah. in his chair and he was like, I've known this guy for a really long time. And they, they like start tattooing and it's quiet. And then all of a sudden he goes, no, dude, get the fuck out, get up and get out of my chair, get out of my shop. And I turned around and I like, kind of like was waiting for something to happen. And then they both like, start somebody,
2: yeah." Yes.
0: And then they both start <laughs> laughing. And I was like, Jeremiah, like, you can't. Do that? <laughs> you, you're scared. <laughs> you're the shit out That's of me. That's not appropriate. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, and then like the time that he called me and was like, "Dude, like, what the fuck did you do to this client? Like, you have to come up here. Like, she's trying to get legal action. Like, trying to get us to pay for the removal and shit." He was joking. Oh, no, I went up there mm-hmm. and I was like almost in tears, like freaking out because it's, it's never happened to me before. So I was freaking out, and he goes, "Oh no, I was just kidding." It I was like, okay, all right. I see how, I see how it goes. Oh my
1: God. I would have, I would have sh- yeah. my pants. I would have literally. literally gotten my tattoo gun and like X out of space. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Little asshole. God, yeah. that would have been so mad. Yeah. <laughs> I'm
0: sure, I'm sure I've told oh, this story God. before, but there was, there was this guy and um, he was, he was having a hard time. He was obviously like under the influence of something, but. We didn't notice until after we started tattooing because it must have been like pills because Mm -hmm. it took a minute for it to hit him. Um, But he passed out and we had Mm -hmm. to call an ambulance to come get him. Um, And so afterwards, Jeremiah calls his wife and is like, "Um, one of our artists just killed somebody. And his wife, (laughs) his wife is like. Uh, okay, uh, just give me a second. Like, let me get on the phone with my lord. Like, just give me a second. I'll be up there as soon as I can. And he's like, you can watch the video. Like, we had to call an ambulance. Like, they had to pull him out. And she gets there, and our artist is like, and I was like, can you fake cry? And our artist starts like tearing up a little bit. and I was like, perfect. <laughs> and so uh, our our mentor gets let there, me watch Jumbo like, really quick, and I'm yeah. got you. <laughs> she's like she goes to the office and like starts to pull all of the like footage and everything like that and she's like okay we need to call the police like I need to get a statement from this person and it took about 15 to 20 minutes of her doing that stuff for someone to tell her that we were joking that (laughs) it was (laughs) y'all and afterwards I thought she was gonna be mad she wasn't. She just started laughing. She was know. like, "Oh my god, you have no idea how relieved I am right now." And I was like, "I bet." Oh yeah. Oh my
1: gosh! Yeah. Again, She's
2: another probably... one. I would have been like, "No, You're relieved to be." Yeah. Dead. Get the this f- is away from this me. is a running yeah. joke in our shop.
0: And I was like, "Do you remember when she killed that guy?" <laughs> I say it all the time around new clients, and they're all like, "What?" And I'm like, "It's." joke. It, she didn't actually... Just her,
1: kidding. Her,
0: yeah, every time I say, do you remember when you killed that guy? And she goes, he came back the next day. And I was like, okay, that was... <laughs> because he did. Because he left all of his shit there when he got picked up by the ambulance. So he came back and got his shit.
1: Oh my yeah. gosh. Do you have to call oh the ambulance God. if someone passes out?
0: No, this Is was... it just it like wasn't, how long they're passed out just, for? Yeah, he didn't just pass out. He passed out and... He was responsive, but he wasn't responsive enough. So we had to, we, mm. and we didn't know yeah. like what he took or anything like that. Like we were trying to figure out what was going yeah, that's on. Scary. Like, he didn't have anything in his yeah. pockets or anything like that. So we didn't know, we didn't know what to do. So we just called the ambulance.
1: Yeah.
0: It was so wild.
1: I hate that I have to wear glasses because I feel like one, I can see y'all and now you can like see my story in my glasses. Oh, that's why I quit wearing my my blue white glasses, which I mm. I need, I'm but like, if if I don't have them on, then day I'm day just gonna day. be like, listen.
0: The story happened. <laughs> Stop it, story.
2: So, I am not able to see anything. So something
0: happened. Something happened. Someone may the have end. died.
2: I can't. I can't. Oh my god. Welcome to my I podcast. Like, I something happened. Happen. Oh stop it y'all stop it i'm too old to all laugh at I'm heart is sticking my finger but in like my this eyes.
0: like nowadays that would be like a performance piece like you have this like big thing where you <laughs> mm-hmm. promote your podcast and then you sit down and you're like i have a story and that's the end of your podcast <laughs> that's it <laughs> that's performance art. Exactly. That's scene. it. Scene. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. Uh, speaking of performance art, I have somehow wound up on the French like musical oh. side of t- interesting. I've never seen what that have you ever in my life? life. <laughs> I don't know. So it's this, but it, the thing is, is like now I can't quit watching mm-hmm. it because. It's this one specific musical and it's called like, I don't know, Moliere Mm. or something like that. But the cast is Mm. gorgeous. Yeah. Yeah. And like the guys, they're beautiful. And the girls, it's just, and the songs are good. And the Mm -hmm. dancing. You have to send me one because I
1: I want my TikTok to look like that too. I want to see pretty people
2: that can sing nice. (laughs) (laughs) Like they're beautiful and then they talk in French and they have all these TikToks, so now like all their personal TikToks come mm-hmm. up, like the cast, and I'm like, I have no idea what you're exactly. saying. Like, yeah. Sure, like, exactly. You. Yeah, exactly. But
0: continue. <laughs> please t- please keep talking. Yeah.
2: All the comments are like, I have no idea what this means, but yeah. I'm here
1: for it.
0: <laughs> People make fun of me because I, I have we'll Just
1: fitch in a whole thing.
0: That's very true. People always make fun of me because I have a thing for accents like I love accents and specifically like the Louisiana, mm-hmm. like Creole kind of accent mm-hmm. for some reason, mm-hmm. I don't understand what it is, but oh, I yeah. love it. And people make fun of me all the time. They're like, there are so many other like pretty accents. And I was like, that is pretty to me. Like if I see someone speaking <laughs> that I'm like, can you just keep going, mm-hmm. keep talking? Like, yes. mm-hmm. if, yeah. I just love like, that story. like I just uh, love really <laughs> deep Yes. Releases, releases, um,
1: you know.
0: mm-hmm. Uh, like renee from true blood
1: oh yes Hit, yeah like I, could,
0: I know he that's not a, his real accent but i could listen to him talk for weeks like it's yes. it's crazy mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. every day all day uh-huh
0: yeah mm-hmm.
1: like put my headphones in and put me to sleep yep
0: yeah also true blood yep. like i forgot about that I, I need know, to go
1: need back to watch and watch. Again. All I know. Of it. Yeah. Well, because I watched the first like couple so seasons good. and then I stopped watching it, so I don't know how it ends or anything. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I don't no, know, but good. I need to go watch all the things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's so hard to watch,
2: like with children. Obviously, you watch it there, right.
1: and they're like 75 Not minute around. long episodes, so it's like it takes forever exactly. to get mm-hmm. through them. So
0: right. Mm-hmm.
1: It's gonna be a yeah. Uh, speaking of true blood, I'm just kidding. This has nothing to do with true blood. But, um, oh, I was about to say, damn, to...
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, have you guys heard of the Lululemon murder?
0: Mm-hmm. Yes. I feel like I've okay. heard I of it. I've, I've never really looked into it.
1: So, I knew of it and I couldn't remember what exactly happened. So I was like, I feel like I remember this story. So I went and read a little bit about it and I was like, oh, I
0: remember. And so <laughs> I was like,
1: okay, let me do some things. Oh, yeah. So, um, I got all my information from all things interesting website, Wikipedia, Wikipedia. Hmm. um, snapped the tv show it's season nine episode 19
0: those are some long ass seasons
1: yeah and it was Mm -hmm. like still i don't know what year it came out but you could tell it was a long ass time ago so like i'm sure (laughs) okay so Brittany Norwood was from a small town and she was one child out of nine total. So her family wasn't very rich growing up. Her mom owned a, um, I didn't write it down. And then now that I'm thinking about it, it's not a clothing store, but like if people come in and need like alterations done,
0: you could tailor Taylor oh, like a Taylor mm. so
1: she did that um but all of her siblings grew up and were like engineers and physicians and like really smart really educated really mm. like driven all of them and she was on the right track so she was the star soccer player on the school football team football <laughs> listen <laughs> we're in England now.
2: We're she was a really we good soccer player on the team. In the, <laughs> she
0: was the kicker. She, just, okay? she comes, Fine. she comes out with like cleats, and she just has a soccer ball running through the, the football game.
1: <laughs> Listen, that would distract you enough to like absolutely win yeah. the game, right? Yeah. <clears throat> uh, okay. Anyway. So she was offered multiple scholarships to play soccer and she decided on Stony Brook college in New York. Mm In 2003, she ended up. (laughs) Okay. So first of all, this show that I watched was very contradicting on itself. So I would like type stuff out of like, Oh wow. And then they would like come back with like actual facts. And I'm like, that is not, Like the narrator would say something. Yeah. Like like the narrator would say something and I'd be like, Oh yeah, I need to type that out. And then um and then the actual like person would come on and be like, So she did this and this and this. And I'm like, that is not what the narrator said. But okay. (laughs)
0: Who who would you believe? Anyway, so I might contradict
1: myself once or twice. (laughs)
0: But I had to like go
1: back and fix all this stuff. So I might've missed a few. And this is one that I think I missed. But in 2003, she ended up leaving college. She was accused of stealing. So like from everybody, her soccer teammates from her roommate. I mean, everybody Mm -hmm. she was stealing from, but nobody ever ended up like pressing charges or anything on her, but Mm -hmm. she did end up losing her scholarship and was thrown out of school. So what happened was the narrator was Mm. like, She decided to leave school. And then the guy came on and was like, no, she lost her scholarship and was kicked out. And I'm like, that is two totally different
0: things. Yeah, (laughs) close enough. Oh,
1: my God. (laughs) (laughs) So she ended up moving to Washington, D.C., which was near a few of her older sisters. And she started working at a hotel. And she started working there trying to get a fresh start. She wanted to move somewhere new, work somewhere new, fresh start she did really well here. Um, she started at the front desk and was quickly promoted to, um, she was manage the VIP guests. Mm-hmm. So, you know, making sure they have everything they needed, helping them schedule or get to mm-hmm. where they need to go and all of that fun stuff. And she did great. Like everybody loved her. Um, but she really wanted to be a personal trainer. Like that was her goal. She wanted to be a personal trainer. She was obsessed with working out. She was obsessed with eating healthy and she wanted to help other people do that too. Mm hmm. So, she decided to take a job at the Lululemon in Georgetown, hoping that it would help her on that journey. So, she would meet a lot of people there, talk to a lot of people. It's kind of like a yoga store. I don't know if you've ever been in that store. I haven't. So, I'm just kind of going over what I've read about it. But, mm -mm. anyway, she was hoping that would help her get to becoming a personal trainer. It's really yeah. expensive. In 2011, she transferred to the Bethesda, Beth-desda? Maryland. Bethesda. Lulu mm-hmm. Store. So this to her was just temporary. Like She was only going to work here for a little bit. She had already applied at the fitness center right down the street to be a personal trainer for them. And while she was there, she met Jaina Murray. <clears throat> she also worked at the uh, Lululemon store. So she was born in Kansas and grew up in Dallas. She also had a really good family, a really close family. It was just her and her mom and dad. Her dad was um, special operations in Vietnam. And yeah. uh, she also was, she had set a record for discus Throwing in Dallas. Oh, wow.
0: That is not easy to do.
1: That's pretty cool. No. Mm-mm. Uh, she, after she left college, she took a, uh, after she left college after she left high school. She went to Spain for a year to study and then got her business degree. Right out of college. She worked at Halliburton. Um, and she, this allowed her to travel. So she went all over the world. Many different places. Mm. And around three years after working there, she decided to go to Johns Hopkins to get her MBA. Damn. She was writing her MBA thesis on Lululemon's corporate model. So that's Mm. why she started working there. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Pretty much like Mm -hmm. research, how it all worked. Yeah. And... She loved working there. So even after her thesis, she stayed to finish off the the semester there. So she was about 30 Mm -hmm. and everybody loved her. Everybody that worked here, every person you would ask about her, they would say she was my best friend and she Mm -hmm. loved life. She was just happy all the time. She was fun and always out doing stuff and just an amazing person. So, as of March, her and Brittany had worked together maybe three weeks. So, I mean, if you work together in a place like that, you maybe met each other a couple of times if your schedules Mm -hmm. align. So, they didn't really know each other too well.
0: Yeah.
1: And then on March 12th, 2011, the Lululemon store manager came to open the store that morning. And that's a Saturday. So she gets there mm-hmm. and the door's unlocked, which is weird because why would it be unlocked? Mm. She opens the door and she sees clothes and the mannequins and all over the place. And she started walking towards the back and she sees a little bit of blood and she hears somebody moan. And so she runs out of the store. Oh my God. Because she's scared, obviously. Right. And I would be yeah. terrified, yeah. So she runs out of the Mm -hmm. store and she calls 911. First of all, so she's outside waiting for the police, not on the phone with 911. Why on earth would she say, I think someone broke into the store that I work at. I saw blood on the floor and people moaning and you're going to let her get off the phone. Right. Right. What if somebody obviously had gotten hurt and then there's someone there that's going to hurt her? Why would you not have stayed on the phone with her?
0: I thought that was standard procedure anyways, like stay on the phone until somebody gets there.
1: I know. Me too. That is what I thought. Until Daniels gets there. Well, I know that's not true because whenever I had to call 911 once for Madeline, Hmm. they got off the phone
0: while I was waiting
1: for them to arrive. Hmm. Hmm. So maybe it just depends on like the situation. I don't know. Yeah. So she was waiting outside, obviously upset, and this man walks up asking her, what's the matter? Like, asking, like, obviously she's upset. He's trying to help her. He's like, what's the matter? What can I help you with? And she tells him what's going on. And so he's Mm. like, I'll go check it out. Oh, God. Second. What the fuck?
0: No. Why? No. (laughs) Just
1: wait. The police are already coming. Just wait. What are you doing? Oh, jeez. Yeah. So he walks in, he sees all the things and he walks into the back hallway that will get you to like the bathroom and the break room and all the things. And he Mm -hmm. sees blood Mm -hmm. and hallway. Mm -hmm. So he keeps walking and he gets to a door that's shut and he's trying to push it open, but something is keeping it from opening. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: He was able to push it open a couple inches and sees a body of Jaina Murray. Mm-hmm. Um, she's laying down. She's laying face down. There's pools of blood all around her. And there's blood splattered all over the walls. Mm-hmm. So he starts running out of mm. the building. And while he's running out, he heard the moaning. And so he's like, oh my God, someone else is in the building yeah so he goes and is following the moaning and he finds Brittany in the bathroom her hands and legs are tied up and she looks like she's coming like in and out of consciousness and they can't quite figure out if she's about to die or what's happening so the store manager calls 911 back and was like you need to bring an ambulance there's someone that we think is dead and then somebody else who's still alive but i don't think she's going to live much longer is what she says It's not quoted, but that's mm-hmm. the gist of what she said.
0: Yeah.
1: So when the police arrive, they saw all the registers were open and completely empty of cash, and all the safes underneath the cash register were also open and completely out of cash.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And there mm-hmm. obviously was a struggle between all the things thrown around everywhere the mannequins broken all the stuff so at this point they're like okay this was a burglary gone wrong Mm -hmm. they go to sorry they go to the break room where they see jane where jaina was
0: Mm
1: -hmm. and Mm -hmm. she there's tools all around her and on top of her, like a hammer. There's like paint brushes, um, like an iron rod, all sorts of stuff. And it's all covered in blood. Hmm. Hmm. I lost my spot again. Oh my goodness. Hold on. Okay. So Brittany had a large cut on her forehead cuts on her stomach, her chest and her legs. And it looked like she had been beaten.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: She's rushed to the hospital, obviously. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And Jaina okay. has injuries, pretty much the top half of her body. So she's got them: face, back of the head, neck, arms, hands, mm-hmm. back. Oh, she's I, got yeah. She's got them everywhere. Yeah. Jesus. Oh, okay. So later that night. They go to the hospital and Brittany's awake and she told the police what happened. So she said that they had closed and left for the night at probably around nine 45. A few moments later, not min- minutes, maybe about 15 ish.
2: Mm.
1: Brittany gets to the, um, Metro and realizes she did- left her wallet at work. Hmm. So she calls Jaina mm-hmm. back because Jaina's the one that's got the key, and she's like, "Hey, can you please meet me back at the store? I left my wallet." So they get back to the store. They're searching everywhere for the wallet, and they can't find it. Jaina tells Brittany, "You can have my Metro card. You can use it for tonight.
2: Mm-hmm. Come back
1: tomorrow, and we'll look for it again tomorrow." Yeah. And she's like, "Okay, cool."
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So they're walking out of the break room. Jaina's walking first, and when she gets out of the hallway, someone punches her in the face. And then immediately, another man comes around and grabs Brittany and tells her, if you say another word or start screaming, I'm going to slit your throat. She said, would, mm-hmm. she said Jana would... Horrible. She said Jaina would not stop fighting and yelling, and so he drug her the man that had her drug her back towards the hallway. Mm -hmm. And she said she heard a door shut and that her screams eventually stopped. Mm -hmm. So while that was happening, the man with her is asking her like, where's the money? How do I get the money? Mm -hmm. We just want the money.
0: Yeah.
1: He walks to the, the, There's a room that they have to go to to get the key for the safe. So he walks her back there. They walk um, back. He gets the money. And then he starts dragging her into the bathroom.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. Okay. That's when he starts slashing her with a knife. So on her stomach and her chest. He cuts her pants. Mm. Sexually assaults her. And then they leave. God. during the interview she's telling them like at some point I blacked out during the attack and then I woke up when she was getting removed from the bathroom
2: mm-hmm.
1: like when the police were mm-hmm. getting her out or the ambulance yeah. And she's talking about how upset she was she was like it was all my fault because I left my wallet if we hadn't gone back there this wouldn't happened. Mm-hmm. all the things So she couldn't really tell the police anything about these men. She said that one was a little bit taller than the other one, but they were wearing all black and they had black ski masks on. So she couldn't see what they looked like. Mm -hmm. When they were looking around the store, they find two shoe prints like in that had been walking in blood. And one Mm -hmm. would have been about Mm Britney's size that would have taken them to the place to get the key and then back to the safe. Mm -hmm. And the other one was a size 14 shoe that was Mm -hmm. walking around.
0: Yeah. Mm -hmm.
1: So the weird thing about this was the shoe never, they didn't really make like. Like, it wasn't like, okay, walked in, walked over here to get the safe,
2: mm-hmm. walked
1: to the key, and then left. Like, they were yeah. just all over the place. Like, it was really weird how they were laid out. And they never mm-hmm. actually left the store. So, so
0: there they're like, did he, just... yeah.
1: Yeah. So they're, did he take his shoes <laughs> off? Yeah. Yeah. So, did he take his shoes off and then leave? Like, I don't know. It was weird. When the police were interviewing the manager that had found them that morning, she had told them that the night before, after they had left. So it was, they had to, every, every time somebody left for a shift, they had to search each other's bags to make sure that nobody was stealing anything. It was Mm -hmm. just company policy.
2: Right.
1: So, Mm When they did that, Jaina had found a few things in Brittany's bag and Mm. she thought that they were, they might have been stolen because Brittany couldn't give her a receipt Mm
0: -hmm.
1: for the Mm. stuff.
0: Yeah,
1: And we know that she's already had issues before stealing. Right. Yeah. So anyway, she had called the manager, let her know. And the manager's like, don't worry about it. We'll deal with it. Tomorrow. Just go home. She's like, okay. So between her leaving and before Brittany called her back, she called the manager and tell her that. So that's weird. Mm -hmm. And then they check the camera. So there's a camera that's by, there's an Apple store right next door and -hmm. there's a camera and you see two men completely covered in, completely wearing black quickly walking past the camera so it would have been in the back like the alleyway Mm
0: -hmm. and
1: it's they're like quickly Mm -hmm. walking so they're like hell yeah that's got to be them we've got them Mm -hmm. so they're so at this point they're on the hunt for these men so what they're doing is they're going from store to store and kind of asking do you know these people have you seen these people before do these people work here like Mm -hmm. do they look familiar Mm mm-hmm they really wanted to talk to the Apple employees because it was their cameras. So Mm -hmm. they were thinking they might have seen something, heard something, whatever.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Right. And it was lucky for the detectives because the iPad 2 was coming out that next day. So all of the Apple employees were there working really late because they were getting ready for the new launch Mm -hmm. of the iPad. Yeah. So they were all there weirdly late. It wasn't normal, but they were all there.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. Um, But nobody knew who the men were or had seen the men. But the manager that was working at the Apple store had said that she had heard what she thought sounded like furniture moving. Mm -hmm. So so their stores back up to each other. So she's yep. sitting in that mm-hmm. office, you know, manager, or whatever. And then the other side, I'm assuming would have been the break room
0: mm-hmm.
1: to Lily living. And she's like, it sounded like it. And she goes, and then I heard people fighting and then I heard screaming. And nobody called the police. So they thought it was just and like you drama, do you know, just like, oh, okay. yeah. So here's oh my, my PSA did for that, this. Did. Like I know people want to be like it could just be something silly, which it could have just been drama. Right. But like just if it if it's ever a suspicion in your brain, just call nine one one and just be like, listen, yes. this mm-hmm. happened. Mm-hmm. Can you check it out? Yeah. Wouldn't hurt. Doesn't hurt anybody. Rather be safe than sorry. Mm-hmm. Right? Exactly.
0: Yeah.
1: Right. So then, she—I guess she had told a couple of the employees what she had heard. So they kind of were listening, and multiple employees had heard somebody scream, "Oh God, please help me!" And then they heard another voice reply back, "Just talk to me."
0: And no one. And so
1: the, the, like went and checked,
0: mm-hmm. like what? Right. That's ridiculous.
1: What part of that? What <clears> of <throat> what of someone saying, "Oh God, please help me!" Screaming.
0: Right,
1: doesn't make you think I should probably call nine one one. I mean, exactly. I'm not guilt tripping. Yeah. I can only imagine how she felt after she found out that that lady was dead. But right, just <clears throat> <clears throat> whatever. It's easier to say standing over here than it would be like if you were that's in a situation. True, but just that's very true. don't yeah, be yeah. afraid For to sure. call nine one one. Like mm-hmm. it's your job to bug them.
0: <laughs> right, exactly. So.
1: So they're asking about the arguing and they're like, okay, so, you know, what, what voice said this? And like, did the man's voice say this part or what? And they're like, no, it was just two women. Like, we never heard any men.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Only two women really." And so they're like, hmm. Mm, okay. Shit. So at that point, they're like, Brittany's not telling us the truth. And like, mm-hmm. I think that she might be a part of this. So, like, what the frick? Yeah. 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 So that Monday, they find a pair of shoes in the Lululemon store. So they're in these, like, shelves where they have a whole bunch of shoes. They're not for sale. They don't sell shoes there, but they've got all these shoes. And they find a size 14. And it just so happens that these shoes match the prints, the bloody prints on the floor exactly. Mm -hmm. And they're like what and then they're like why would he have taken his shoes off clean them off and set them in here like that yeah. just seems weird
0: mm-hmm. yeah
1: and then they call the manager again and they're asking her about it and she goes oh no we keep we keep all shoe sizes in the store so that way like if you're coming in for like tailoring for your lululemon you can mm-hmm. have workout shoes sneakers on so you can yeah. see what it look like and you can make mm-hmm. sure that they fit with sneakers Okay. Right. So they just always have those shoes in the store. He was like, oh, okay. So again, that means that somebody had to have walked in the store, put those shoes on, murdered everybody,
0: mm-hmm.
1: taken them off, cleaned them, put them back, and left. Yeah. Which doesn't Highly seem very unlikely. likely, yes. Yeah. Mm hmm. And at this point, they're like, okay, we absolutely don't believe anything that Brittany says. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure that she's done this, but we just need to make sure.
0: Right.
1: So they go check the hospital records for Brittany and her cuts on her stomach and her chest were very superficial, mm-hmm. like almost just like little scrapes. They weren't mm-hmm. real cuts. Yeah. Yeah. The only one that was maybe a little bit deep was the one on her forehead, and that one wasn't even, like, bad. Yeah. And the hospital records indicate that there was absolutely no sign of a sexual assault on her. Like she said there was. (laughs) Ooh, girl. It's
0: all falling into place now, girl.
1: Yep. They received the autopsy back... For Jaina, and she had over three hundred wounds on her body.
0: Holy shit! Oh my God.
1: And the That's the one cool. that had abs- not absolutely, but the one that had killed her was a knife stabbed in the back of her head.
2: Oh,
1: my God. oh God! And then, oh uh, okay. <clears throat> So the two men walking down the road. So they're like, okay, we got to, you know, check all of our things just to make sure. Because she obviously, like they said on the episode, they were like, she had every sign of somebody that had been attacked. Like there was, Mm -hmm. you know, whatever. I don't know what those signs are, but she had Mm -hmm. them all. So they were like, let's just make sure there were those two guys that were walking.
0: Yeah.
1: So... They are, you know, going through doing their, talking to people about who this was. And they find out who these two men were. And they're dishwashers that work at the restaurant down the street.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: They were just walking, mm. walking to their cars, right. trying to leave. Mm-hmm. So then mm-hmm. they're like, no, Ab- Brittany absolutely killed her. So mm-hmm. she disappeared. <laughs> So they're like, no, uh, do I just finish? I'm like, I don't know what to do now. I'm like totally freaked out.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: do you think the cat I think turned off his Wi-Fi again?
2: Oh, <laughs> it could have been Oh no. <laughs> or maybe he can still hear us and he's like, oh my gosh, I'm right here. Maybe <laughs> waiting for the text that we're probably yeah, like, Oh my give. gosh, the cat did it again. <laughs> or he's gonna be like, My computer died. Oh my gosh. We were just getting no. to the good part, too.
1: Oh, my gosh. Should we just text him and say, are you alive?
2: Yeah. Is Brittany like, in your house oh right now? Did the witch get you?
1: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> Listen, y'all, I can't. (laughs) If it's not Riverside,
2: it's his
1: computer.
2: (laughs) Oh, my God. I'm telling you. Oh, my gosh. Hey, you know, I finally had to, like, close all of my windows, like, that I had open because I would have, like, you know, because this is my work computer, too, so I would have all of it open. And, I mean, that's been keeping me from freezing so far. Oh, good. Well,
1: why you got all those things open anyway? I... Listen, are you also oh. one of those people that have, um <laughs> great, he thinks it's the witch, perfect, because his Wi-Fi <laughs> went out. <laughs> his wi um, out. I swear I'm one of those people that like, oh, I... anyway, are you one of those people that have like 47 text messages that aren't read and like 897 emails and stuff? Okay. Because no. I'm like, I can't have... I Matt can't. is like, I will have a full on fit. No, I can't do that. I can't do that.
2: Now my computer, what I'll do is I'll leave it open and I'm like, okay, I need to come back to this or I leave it open to like, okay, it's going to remind when I see that I'm going to remember yeah. to do this.
1: Oh, I am a pro it's just, at like, that's just how my brain works. Leaving reminders in my phone. Okay. Like literally we'll put a reminder oh, yeah. in that's like in one hour Look this up, or like when you get home, call yeah, this person yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Excuse you. That was so rude. I'm sorry.
0: It's the witch. I swear it's her. It's so, <clears throat> so <good. laughs> I swear it's her. My Wi Fi went out. That's what happened. I was sitting here and I was it's like, okay, "It'll stop." We'll forgive it'll, you. they will start talking again. <laughs> She'll start talking again. Hold on, just wait. And then it was like, "Nope."
1: <laughs> I was like, "Wait, he disappeared. <laughs> What's going on?" And I was like, "Do you think the cat got rid of the Wi-Fi and plugged the Wi-Fi?"
0: Again? I, I went and checked. I went and checked. He's sleeping right in front of the door. It wasn't him. <laughs> oh man.
1: Okay. Are we ready?
2: Ready. Okay. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: Alright, so they found the two guys they were did I tell you this part? Which part did you did you hear the part where the they restaurant were dishwashers. people dishwashers? Okay. Yeah. So <clears throat> at this point they're like, okay, Brittany definitely killed her but everything they have is circumstantial evidence. Like they cannot arrest her for anything because mm. there's mm-hmm. nothing that points to she actually did it. Yeah. Yeah. So on Tuesday they find Jana's car a few blocks down in a parking area. And inside the car is blood. On the steering wheel, the drive shaft, the seat. So this means that somebody had got she had Jana had gotten murdered. And then somebody moved her car. Mm
0: -hmm. Mm
1: -hmm. So the police are like, let's set her up. Hmm. She doesn't know that we know this. She has no idea that we have this car. Let's get her. Mm -hmm. So they call her in to get fingerprints and DNA. And they tell her that we need this because we need to make sure that your fingerprints are the fingerprints that we found in the store. Or and like DNA. So Just she's like, oh, okay. Like Mom, you know. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And so the guy, there were two detectives in there questioning her afterwards, asking her all kinds of questions, you know, again, like, remind us what happened, tell it go through the night again, blah blah blah. And the guy goes, He was so smart, he left this towards the end, like it wasn't important. And when they were talking about, um, he asked her again, you know, okay. So when you left, where was Jaina going? Where, where was she going after she left work? Did you know? And she's like, well, as far as I know, she was going home. And then he goes, okay. Was she Mm -hmm. in her car? What car did she drive? Do you know what kind of car she drove? And she goes, she goes, no, I don't, I don't know. Um, I've only really seen it once. Maybe. He was like, oh, okay, so you've never, like, ridden in it or anything? She was like, no, never been in her car. So they're like, okay. So they let her go. Mm. And then they get DNA back from the car. And they go, huh, that's weird. This is Brittany's blood in the car.
0: Mm.
1: So that's silly that she said she doesn't know what she drives and she's never mm-hmm. been in the
0: car before. Right. Yeah.
1: (laughs) So when they get the DNA back at that point, they are in the middle of trying to get an arrest warrant for her. Well, while they're in the middle Mm. of doing that, they get a phone call from Brittany. Who's like, I have more. I need to tell you. And they're like, okay. Mm. So she comes back up there to talk to them and she tells them, well, after they killed her, they told me that I had to move her
0: car. Oh my god!
1: And um, and so <sighs> they told me to go. They told me to go park it in the parking area, and then I, I had to come back. And if I didn't come back, they were going to kill me. And the police officer or the detective is like, "Why didn't you just leave? Why didn't you drive to get help? Why would you walk all the way back?" Right into the store, mm-hmm. and she was like, "I was so afraid. Mm-hmm. They said they were going to kill me." Blah, blah, blah. So what really mm-hmm. happened <laughs> was oh she, whenever she had called Jaina, she actually did call Jaina to come back to the store. And when she called her to come back, mm-hmm. Jaina just parked her car like right out front, which is not a parking spot. Like you're not allowed to park there. Mm-hmm. So she was like, shit, mm-hmm. I need to move her car or people are going to come looking, trying West to figure West. out why there's a car yeah. parked here. Yeah. So at that point, before she didn't go home that night, they ended up arresting her for the murder of Hmm. (sighs) Jaina. Makes me so mad. Okay, so during the trial, they were told that they were not allowed to talk about the theft, so they could not bring up that she had gotten kicked out of school because she was stealing (laughs) and they were not allowed to talk about the fact that the manager had gotten a phone call from Jaina thinking that Mm -hmm. she had stolen stuff because that was Mm -hmm. hearsay. Okay. So this is not great news because Mm -mm. the prosecutor or the defense is like, fuck yeah, this isn't going to be first degree murder. Because mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, they have no motive.
0: Right. Ugh.
1: Anyway, so I'm going to explain this just because mm-hmm. I feel like I was like way too old to not know the difference between this. And I hate when people are like, I know you know the difference. i really don't. So the difference between first degree and second degree murder is first degree murder is like premeditated. So like you knew you were going to go mm-hmm. here to murder them. Yep. First degree or second degree murder is like you were just hanging out, got up and something happened and you murdered them. Like you didn't plan to murder them. It just happened. Yeah. Yeah. But the difference in sentencing for these is insane. So first degree murder Mm -hmm. would have been life without parole. And Mm -hmm. second degree murder could have been as short as 15 years she was 29 years old. Oh my God. So she would have been pretty young by the time she got out of.
2: Yep. Whatever.
1: So the prosecution's like, shit. That's not good. Right. So they focus their whole thing on how brutal the murder was. And that there's no way Mm -hmm. that she just lost it. So, Jaina had been getting, had been beaten while she was walking down the hallway. There was blood splatter on the hallway. Mm-hmm. She had been followed down the hallway into the break room. Blood splatter also showed that she had been beaten standing and then into a crouching position and then was beaten while she was on the floor.
0: Jeez.
1: Oh, God. The medical examiner said that she had lived through all 300 plus wounds.
0: Oh my God.
1: The very last one is the one that killed her.
0: Holy fuck.
1: So she had been beaten for over 15 minutes. And at any point, Brittany could have stopped and she would have survived.
0: Yeah. She had
1: literally been sitting there beating Jaina, got up, grabbed the knife, because the knife was found in, like, the kitchen area of Mm -hmm. the break room. So, I mean, Mm -hmm. she had to get up, walk over, grab the knife, came back over, got her in the head. Mm
0: -hmm. At any
1: point, she could have stopped and she did it. yeah
0: yeah
1: so the defense flat out says like their strategy is we just want second degree murder so they flat out say yeah Mm -hmm. she did it she murdered her but it was Mm -hmm. a crime of passion she just lost it they were arguing like you heard the 18 or the not at the Apple people D- yeah. heard them arguing and mm-hmm. she just right. lost it and killed her. Yeah. And they're like, no, absolutely not. That is not a crime mm-hmm. of passion. That is a full on. And uh, they could not bring up the fact that she called her to come back. Like they were mm-hmm. gone and yeah. she called and they could not bring that up. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. Anyway. So, November 2nd, 2011, jurors charge Brittany with murder. When they are asked if they believe it was first degree murder, every single juror raised their hand. Damn. She was convicted of first degree murder. They had one of the jurors on the, the Snapped episode. And he goes, no, it was really troubling. Like, it was like a, like a whole conversation that there was no motive. Mm-hmm. And he was like, but you just mm-hmm. knew. Like, you yeah. knew that it was. Yeah. She was given, or no. She, so, when it, right before sentencing, I think this is just fairly common. I think this is everybody. But right before sentencing, she was able to give a statement. Mm -hmm. And she pretty much sat up there and begged for mercy. She was like, I don't want this. She's like, it's not for me. It's for my mom and my dad. And so that they, you know, have some hope later, you know, please give me parole or the chance of parole or, you know, whatever. And the, The judge is like, you know, I have people come in here. He said, 99% of the people that I have to sentence have no family, no help, Mm -hmm. nobody here for them. Mm -hmm. And he was like, you had that. That Mm -hmm. makes this so much worse because you could have had the support you needed and you didn't use it. Yeah. And, And so then he gave her life without parole. And she is now in the Maryland Correctional Institute for Women. For forever.
0: Damn.
1: So she did it because she didn't want to get outed about stealing the
0: Lululemon
1: clothes. Oh, my God. And that was the other thing the judge said was like, this makes this also horrific because you did this over an $80 pair of pants. Yes. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
0: That's so insane. (sighs) I feel like I've heard about that before, but I never knew the details of it. That's. Yeah. Bonkers. Crazy. Could you. I I just don't imagine.
2: actually disgusting. I can't
0: imagine like being that mad about something or so worried about something that it's going to, that you have to kill somebody for it. Right. Like I just, I don't.
1: Right. Mm-hmm. I've never like, been taken like, to I,
0: somewhere like that before. I don't know, I just don't
1: <clears throat> yeah, over eighty dollars. Like it's not like she exactly. And I really don't even think they would have like arrested her or no. anything. I mean, maybe because you know I don't know, but like you know would have you would have been fired? You but like, get past that, is that you the can, you know? You did you need a like, yeah, yeah, like right? Yeah. And then I'm thinking, you lost well, maybe your it's life just now because. Now exactly Mm -hmm. yeah and i'm like well maybe it's because like all of her siblings were like well off and were doing really well Mm -hmm. and you know had done really great for them Mm -hmm. and then she's the one that's like got kicked out of school and
0: yeah
1: you know not making a shit ton of money like everybody else i'm assuming probably would be as a doctor and an engineer and you know yeah
0: and so and she sense. was
1: like, shit, like, I can't, like, this can't happen to me again. I can't get fired again because of ceiling. Mm. So I don't know if maybe it's just like a whole, like, yes. but again, was murdering her right. better? Yeah. Like, was it, like, and why did, and why, why why so why brutal? So, yes. 300. Yes. They said it was probably around like 330 wounds. And then, like, she had cuts all on her hand. Her hands were completely bruised. And they showed all of it in mm. court. Because, remember, they're trying to get her to get first-degree murder. Yep. So, they're showing them mm-hmm. everything. They showed them the yeah. wound on the back of her head. I mean, everything. And I didn't mention this. She had taken the knife, cleaned it, and put it back.
0: Oh, my God. No.
1: Mm -hmm. and then so she had came in murdered her moved her car came back got the shoes staged the shoe prints
0: Mm -hmm.
1: gotten gotten something to cut herself with she cut her stomach and her chest she cut herself she cut a big gash in her forehead tied up her hands tied up her feet And laid in the bathroom until the morning. Mm.
0: That—that's not just like this was an accident. This, like, I just killed somebody. I'm Mm -mm. I'm freaking out. I have to cover this up. That—that was planned. Like, that sounds like a yeah, absolutely.
1: Yes. Oh, anyway. It's just crazy, and it's disturbing. and the the juror said too. He was like, when we said first degree murder, he was like, she like slouched and put her head down, and he was like, but it was like someone learning disappointing news. It wasn't like somebody completely mm-hmm. devastated over a loss or something. He was yeah. like, it was yeah, like she knew, and but she was just disappointed. And I'm like,
0: right. It's crazy. I, God, I hate And it. then that and that poor you girl. Said that, I mean, like, yeah,
1: everybody. yeah,
0: yeah. You said that her she only had her mom and dad.
1: Mm-hmm. Like it was her, I her mom, only, and her dad. And then Brittany yeah. had eight siblings. Not, her mom yes. and her dad. Yep. Like, mm-hmm. and they were all. I mean, I I don't know their situation, but I feel like. Ours can't be too much different where I'm like, if I made a crap Mm -hmm. ton of money and you were just having all these issues, like, I would help you. You know what I mean? Like, oh, it's not like. Mm -hmm. And she purposely moved to Washington in the first place because her sisters lived there. So she wanted to be close to her sisters. So obviously, if you hated your siblings, you wouldn't want to move closer. Yeah. Right. (sighs) She should have just stayed at the hotel.
0: Yeah. She obviously was
1: fine. (laughs)
2: Oh, it's highly disturbing. Good job, but that sucked.
0: I wonder if it was also part of like the, this is going to sound horrible, but part of like the the privilege, like she was like, oh, I can get away with this. I can do that. Yeah. Mm
1: -hmm. Well, and in the thing that she, so Mm -hmm. Brittany's African-American and she was, you know, telling the police like, They were racist. They kept saying racial slurs to her. They raped her. They sexually assaulted Jaina. They, you know, murdered Jaina. And he was like, it was so weird. It was like every horrible thing a person could possibly do. She was saying that these people did that. Mm -hmm. And he was like, and usually that's kind of a red flag for anybody. And yeah. He was like, but I mean, like she had cuts on her. She looked like she was beaten. She was having trouble staying in and out of consciousness when we found her. And he was like, exactly. we, you know, why would we not believe her? Mm-hmm. It was crazy. why would you
0: exactly why would you not believe somebody in that situation yeah. until you start getting yeah, evidence? Yeah, that's of true. It, yeah, and
1: that's then wild. it was like horrible. And then like it's like you see all the things that she said. Like she got <laughs> sexually assaulted. She. Mm-hmm. You know, and like the things she said about Jaina, like it was so nice that she let me use her Metro card and stuff. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. all that shit that she said. And it's like, and then you find out that she's the one that did it. And I'm like, you don't get to say stuff like that. Like, you don't get to, Mm -hmm. like, just makes you even more mad when you think about it. And mm
0: -hmm." also, how do you do something that brutal and then turn around and just be able to, like, play the victim or like just talk about it. Like nothing happened. Like that's, Yeah. Psychotic. That's, that's underlying issues. So you like people shouldn't, shouldn't yeah, be able absolutely. to do that. Mm-mm. That's so wild. No. Mm. Like I can imagine you like, mm,
1: trying to figure it out. Right. Like if it, ha- if it really was like a crime of passion, you're like, damn and you like sitting there trying to figure it out but this is more than like trying to figure it out for a little bit like <laughs> that's a full-blown yeah. mm-hmm. right like I don't yeah oh,
0: I can only imagine it's yeah crazy. she that was that had to have been like I don't know it, it's just too brutal to like for my brain to like it's only over eighty dollars. Like it just does not it doesn't mm-hmm. Doesn't make sense.
1: Compute. Like it mm-mm. yeah. Like I <sighs> like so that's why she was on yeah. snapped. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. I guess that makes sense.
1: And then one of the ladies too that was on there, I think she was a reporter that was in the um the courtroom. She was like, mm-hmm. She must have snapped at some point. She was like Nobody could just sit there and beat somebody that bad and not right. be like, not have, you know, whatever. And, and then I'm like, was she right faking the in and out of consciousness? That. Yes. Right. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. And I'm like, how do you like, Yeah. and how then it's you like, you that? know, that she knew that people were in the store because then she started moaning.
0: Yes. Yeah.
1: Like you knew she knew she heard them walking around
0: yeah damn dude that's so uh, (sighs) well. it just goes to show like you never know you literally Mm. never know
2: yeah nope
0: oh my god and when you were telling the story in the beginning i was like (sighs) okay i have had that call where my employee left something i have to go back to the store real quick like that it's terrifying yeah,
1: Because so what if they mm-hmm. wanted to murder you?
0: Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. You never uh, know. You never yes. know. Oh.
1: And then we actually had that one of our employees. She had the emergency phone that we have. And she had gotten a phone call and they were like, oh my gosh, we left her wallet. Like, can you come back and open the door so we can get it? Mm-hmm. And then everybody was like, why did you go back there by yourself? Like, you should yeah. not have done that. Like, what are you thinking? Yeah. Yeah, like, it's, <laughs> you know, you just can't trust anybody.
0: Yeah, we're not allowed to go out the back door by ourselves. Like, there always has to be two people.
2: Yeah. Good.
0: Yeah. It, it's just little precautions Mm-mm. like that. But at that point, like, there, there's mm-hmm. literally, no one could have seen anything coming. That was... No.
1: No. Huh. And I, you know... I mean, I get it that you have to check the bags, but shame on them for having each other have to do it. Like that puts you in such a weird. Right.
0: I like yeah. I've worked at a couple mm-hmm. places where we had to do that, and it's always awkward.
1: Yeah, it's just
0: shitty. Yeah. That's so well. Well, good. And job. then, like,
1: what if you had something in your bag you didn't want somebody else to see?
0: Mm-hmm. Yep. And you that can't be I like, hey, on, question. I have to.
1: Do I don't want you to see." You know.
0: I asked that question and they were like, don't bring it to work. And I was like, like, okay, cool. There was.
2: What if it's something you need? Yeah. Like medication or something, but you don't want
1: those people to know you take that medication.
0: Yeah. There was one place that I worked where we had to check bags and we had to have clear bags. So a lot of the people that did work there, they would keep their purses like in their car and they would have just like a little clear bag that they would bring in with them. But that's neither here nor Mm -hmm. there. But still, like, checking bags is very fucking awkward, and it should. Yeah. I don't get it.
2: Yeah. What?
0: Like, it's really not that big of a deal. Put that
2: kind of pressure on most places
0: that do it are corporations. Mm -mm. So, like, you can handle losing thirty bucks. Mm -hmm. Like, it's really not that serious.
1: Yeah. But Yeah. That's like even if she did steal those eighty dollar pair (laughs) of pants, like i think Lululemon's gonna survive a stolen pair of pants yeah like like, who cares
0: yeah it's so wild
1: Mm -mm. Mm.
2: that was a good one it was good
0: yeah well thanks um storm where can they find us if they want to hear more of us
1: we are on Facebook. Three siblings walk into a bar. We are on Inst- oh my God. Instagram.
0: <laughs> I did that earlier. Uh, <laughs> at three siblings. <laughs>
1: <Podcast. laughs> um, go on there, like, comment, do all the things. Let us know if there's anything that or any story you want us to tell. Mm-hmm. Um, YouTube, go check us out on YouTube. and rate and review that is super super helpful for us and yeah Mm -hmm.
0: all right well that's what happens when three siblings walk into a bar